Good afternoon. Welcome to the Weather Gurus podcast, the afternoon update, the 5 p.m. update for Hurricane, uh, Tropical Storm, excuse me, Ian, and the guidance. The guidance has shifted a little bit east, but the fact still remains that Tropical Storm Ian has yet to develop an inner core. Winds have actually come down to 45 or 40 miles an hour as of the latest advisory of 5 p.m. from the National Hurricane Center. So uh, let's get the positioning and I will go over the pros and cons of Ian right to, right now. As of 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, maximum sustained winds are at 45 miles an hour. Most of the convection is in that northeast quadrant above Jamaica. Minimum central pressure is down to uh, up to, uh, is up to 1,003 millibars. That's up 2 millibars from 1,001 millibars earlier this morning from the 8 a.m. advisory. And it's moving. the movement has slowed a little bit west-northwest at 12 miles an hour. It was west-northwest at 14 miles an hour earlier this morning. So it slowed down by 2 miles an hour. And it is still appearing disorganized and disjunctured. And so um, now they've said that the, it's moving in the area of low shear content, uh, low wind shear, high water, um, high sea surface temperatures. We get all of that. But if the fact remains that, ladies and gentlemen, if the system doesn't develop a strong inner core as it becomes a hurricane and forms an eye, uh, we just don't have much to go by. Um, it will. We'll be expecting this rapid intensification. Uh, the Hurricane Center has noted that the period tonight overnight will be the chance where it will uh rapidly intensify up here as you can see there's no dry air up here and the system is moving into that area um and they still have grand cayman expected to have hurrying hurricane conditions as well as the western tip of cuba um so we'll just have to wait and see what happens there but it's a there's a lot of convection you can see here but there's no center center of activity core convection there's a lot of convection in the eastern uh side here of cuba way up here north of jamaica there's a lot of burst of clouds and convection very great you know outflow pattern but um there's just no core so with that in mind we have to continue to watch the system here it's still peaked by many of the models to get up to a major hurricane cat 3 or even cat 4 here in the gulf obviously if it can make it to the gulf in 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 a decent condition uh, it will definitely be a major hurricane, no doubt. I mean, there's no wind shear or anything until you get to the northern Gulf. There's heavy jet stream influence and all that, which will weaken the system, obviously. If it does make a landfall, it'll be like a Cat 1 or so. But that's beside the point. The point is, right now, we're looking at it, and you, you can see here it's very disjointed. Um, there's no central core. Uh, most of the convection is blown off or sheared off. There's an exposed center of circulation, according to this map, and we're taking it for face value here. And that could mean that the rapid intensification process has not started. And I suspect that the rapid intensification process won't start until after it's officially designated as a hurricane. And that probably won't be till um, uh, Monday afternoon at the earliest. So that'll be the Monday, probably not the 11 a.m. advisory on Monday, but the 5 p.m. advisory on Monday if it can, if it strengthens. Now, the other possibility is the system could fall apart. Um and then go into the Gulf and reform and strengthen um, into something major. And I think that could be more than likely thing, even though people don't want to admit it. But if you look at this, I'm just looking at the surface map right here. And the Hurricane Center went out there and the discussion was that the, um, the organization hasn't changed since this morning. We've seen this small burst of convection, blah, blah, blah. But the flight level winds are only 35 to 40 knots. So, I mean, guys, we're not seeing this rapid intensification despite the warm water and all the ingredients being there, low wind shear. So what that tells me is that the system is struggling to get together. Um, it, its structure is the problem. And you can have all the ingredients but to have a storm to go up into a monster. But until the storm's inner structure, inner core, meaning that you have an eye, an eye wall, a hurricane, basically, 
um, you're not going to get this massive um, rapid intensification. Um, now, whether this is being affected by some southwesterly shear already, that is possible. Maybe it's affected by a lot of dry. There is some dry air above it um, that's probably affecting it up here by the Yucatan. There is some dry air. So it's not all smooth sailing for Ian just yet, uh, Tropical Storm Ian. Um, and, and so that's one of the things that we have to look at too. Now, as far as the storm trajectory here, I want to show you the graphic here. They did move it back eastward, but regardless if it's east or west, there'll be some impacts, you know, obviously rain showers well ahead of the storm for the Keys, for the west coast of Florida, etc. But we haven't gotten into that yet. This is still days away. It's still about three, four days away. And um, this is not discounting the fact that it may get into the Gulf and actually slow down even further if it makes it to the Gulf as a system, as some kind of entity, tropical entity. Because right now it's moving west-northwest at 12. It's expected later to make that turn to the north. And that's what I'm concerned about. From Tuesday to Wednesday, it's gonna if it slows down, um, even though the peripheral high is moving around the subtropical high ridge or whatever that we know that's staring it, if, if, the, if it slows down here, then that becomes problematic for the northern Gulf Coast, anywhere from um, Panama City all the way over through um, Mississippi becomes problematic um, for the timing of a landfall because that could extend it possibly into the weekend, Saturday um, and Sunday, instead of this timeline. Um, so there's, a, there's three possibilities here. The first possibility is that the system could dissipate uh, and then reform in the Gulf. Um, and I mean, it, it not dissipate, but it could not get any stronger. It could remain at tropical storm strength through western Cuba and then get into the Gulf and do rapid intensification, then weaken again before landfall. The other possibility is that tonight, as according to the Hurricane Center, the tropical storm Ian strengthens and does this rapid, uh, you know, intensification, they call it 35 miles an hour gain in 24 hours and drop, uh, drop in pressure, sorry, and, and 35 millibar drop in pressure in 24 hours and becomes a major hurricane. A hurricane, a cat one, a cat two by tonight after midnight. And then the other third possibility is this, is that um, the hurricane actually does continue northwest and then changes direction and uh, stays to the right of this cone here and actually curves up and affects South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and makes the turn earlier than expected than up in the panhandle where they got it now. Um, and it follows the right side of the subtropical ridge high here. So that's the three possibilities that everybody's looking at right now. It is very possible that that could happen if the storm is a weaker storm, which it is right now. It's not the strong storm that we anticipate. They had said that rapid, the, many had said that rapid intensification would have began this morning, you know, as soon as 5, 6 a.m. advisories. But as you can see, that has not happened yet. We're 5 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday, and we're still dealing with a 45-mile-an-hour tropical storm um, that's supposed to go undergo this rapid intensification tonight um, and, you know, and expand to a hurricane, which I'm not doubting. I'm just saying that this is the reality of it. We have an uh, unorganized uh, tropical storm here right now. And uh, some of the things, like I said, it has going for it once again. We have the warm water in front of it up here. I told you it's 86, 87, 88 degrees. Not a problem there. We have low wind shear, supposedly low wind shear, even though the system is not organizing like it's supposed to. Um, we may have, it may be affected by low level wind shear, not in the upper levels, but low level wind shear at the surface ahead of it and dry air. That may be a factor here. There is dry air that's supposed to be disappearing in the Gulf of Mexico and the Northern Caribbean Sea right here, but it still remains the dry air. According to the water vapor, there still is dry air there. So it could be affected by that in terms of structural organization. Um, but we have yet to see. So we just have to continue to keep our eyes posted. This storm is moving. It's going to slow down. It's going to be some changes in the track. And so that means that, you know, everybody in Florida and, and on the coast and, of course, need to be prepared. 
I'm not saying that, but I am saying that right now this system does not look like a system that's strengthening for a hurricane at this time. Um, and, and the hurricane hunters have confirmed that. They've said that they haven't seen any changes in the structural organization, and the winds have come down. It's down to 45 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour, really, but we they took an average. The hurricane center takes an average of the maximum winds, and this is at flight level, okay? So you know, the winds at flight level are higher than the winds at the surface, so we're being generous here somewhat with this system right now. Um, and really, it's really acting like more of a tropical depression right now because if you look at the structure, there's no closed core low down here at the surface here, as you, as you can clearly see. And uh, most of the convection in the south is over here. Look at this band of convection here, south, of J south and north of Jamaica. This is on the outer bands, the outer fringes of the supposed center of this system. And so this is acting more like a tropical depression right now. But good outflow. Like I said, you see the outflow spiraling, high series clouds spiraling out here above Hispaniola and above... Um, and above uh, Bahamas and Turks and Caicos. But the internal structure of this system is very much in jeopardy right now. It's in danger of losing um, a lot of tropical characteristics tonight unless it gets its act together. But like I said, we still have the 11 p.m. advisory, so anything can happen between 5 and 11. If it gets better organized between 5 and 11 p.m. and then overnight tomorrow morning, yes, it will be a hurricane, probably a Category 1 with 90-mile-an-hour winds or something if it can get better organized. But this running out of real estate here has maybe about another 200, 300 miles to go before it gets into uh, Cuba, the western tip of Cuba, and the Gulf of Mexico here. Um, if it can get into the Gulf, like I said, once again, it'll be more, obviously, it'll be a more substantial system, uh, a major hurricane then, and then it'll run out of real estate before it can become any more stronger because it's going to run into heavy winds here from the southwest, and that jet stream coming across like that in that trough is just going to blow it apart. Um, to basically a Category 1 minimal hurricane and maybe even a tropical storm again as it makes landfall somewhere, somewhere from, um, you know, it can be anywhere from Cedar Key all the way over to Mobile at this point, um, according to the projections here, their chart that they've shown here, guys. So I just want to show you some of the, the projections here. Um, don't take it lightly, but the intensity is in question here. This has it ramping up into a Category 3 in the next day or so, but um, right now we don't have anything to indicate that besides we see the conditions, like I said, warm seawater, uh, you know, but the problem with this is, like I said, it's the structure of the storm is not there. You have to have good inflow and outflow. What I mean is outflow in the upper levels of the atmosphere, right? Um, above 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 feet. Then you have to have good inflow. You have to have good convection around the center with very cold cloud tops, and we don't have that. We have some cold cloud tops here, but not very cold cloud tops, cloud tops here. And honestly, it looks like it's still being affected by that northeasterly shear coming in off the top. We the system started out in shear. It remember if it formed back on September twenty third, it started off with heavy northeast shear blowing across it. This looks like this thing is still being affected heavily by this time, not northeast shear. But if you look at it closely here, you can see it's actually southeasterly shear here. Um disjoining this system here so it looks like we have some more southeasterly shear blowing on at the mid level and lower level maybe not the upper levels of the system but in the mid and upper and uh, mid and lower levels we have a southeasterly shearing component up top here just below jamaica here that is blowing apart this system from organizing in any meaningful way right now you can see it right here i'm, I'm, I'm highlighting it to you this band of convection here just north of the center here supposedly center alleged supposed, uh, center of circulation here so we have southeasterly shear coming in that's blowing apart all of the thunderstorms away from the center and leaving it exposed that's not a good sign now this is supposed to relax according to the hurricane center 
And and that's what they're saying. At midnight, the next 11 p.m. advisory, they should start seeing this rapid intensification that everybody's waiting for to grow into a monster before it gets into the goal. Well, if we don't see that, then the system's going to continue to struggle with this shear. And uh, we may have to start looking at uh, the warnings that we have for Western Cuba and the, um, yeah, Western Cuba, Rio de Pinar, and the Isle of Youth. And Grand Cayman warnings, I guess they may have to be downgraded to a tropical storm warning because I just don't see that happening right now at 11 p.m. I'll bring you more the latest updates coming up um, at 11 p.m. But I just want to tell you that this is what we're seeing right now um, with the system. The pressure has come up, so that means the winds have come down. When the pressure comes up, the winds come down. When the pressure goes down with the system, the winds come up, as you know. So that's not saying, that's not showing any type of rapid intensification right now by any standards, any stretch of the imagination. This is like a tropical depression right now, but it's still a tropical storm according to the Hurricane Center. So we'll leave it at that. So we'll see tonight and we'll see tomorrow, but keep posted. Um, a lot can change. Obviously, change the, the track is going to shift left and right of Florida because the system is not has a fixed center. When it doesn't have a fixed center like this, it's wobbling. It's wobbling. Um, the center, the supposed fixed center of separation is wobbling west to east right now. I mean, northeast. I'm sorry, northwest to west right now. So uh, northwest of due west. And that's the problem right now that we're having with this system. So stay tuned for the latest. Thank you for listening um, to Tropical Storm Ian. I'll be back later on tonight and tomorrow for the updates um, to see whether or not this becomes a hurricane or whether it stays a tropical storm tonight. Uh, so stay tuned. I'll talk to you very soon. This is the Weather Guru. Be sure to subscribe for the 100% analysis, uh, true analysis of what's going on with the system uh, using the latest data that we all have here with uh, the National Hurricane Center and Tropical Tidbits and all the other sites that everybody else uses as well. Thank you very much. Have a blessed day.